I'm about that life. If you want to be about that life, connect with us on social media. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Live That Life Now, on Twitter at Live That Life 20, and at YouTube That Life. Contact us via inbox, DM, or email at livethatlifenow at gmail.com with feedback or show topic ideas. Every time we look up, we want to see you winning. Live, Live that, that life, life now. Sometimes it takes the bad days to appreciate the good ones. But no matter what, but you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. 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 Have you ever felt like you couldn't make it? Welcome to That Life Podcast, where we discuss love and relationships, spirituality and faith, career and education, pop culture, and everything in between. We give our take on it all as we navigate the path to living that life. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of That Life Podcast. Welcome to our conversation. So today, we're going to talk about something that... um, was interesting to me. Um, something recently this this came to my mind, and so for me, before I get into it, I will say that one of the things that I always say is one of the greatest lessons that my mother taught me as a young child, and you know, as a young woman, was that it's okay to say no, and you know that really stuck with me, um, especially as a young person when. You have so many things going on, people around you um, exposing you to different things and things like that, right? And that really stuck out to me and it really carried me through some things, Um, especially like I've heard people say a lot with girls Mm -hmm. that girls sometimes have the need to please or they'll call it it the disease to please, Mm -hmm. like where you feel like you just always have to go along to get along and things like that. And so with a lot of people, young people especially... They experience peer pressure, you know. Um, but recently, we oh, were oh. <laughs> uh, watching a movie, and so it reminded me again that peer pressure is not just for kids. I say it all the time. Right? It, there is adult <laughs> peer pressure too. Yes. You know, whether you are at work with friends, whatever. And so it's a pressure. Yes. Still among peers. Peers does not mean just like adolescent. Right. It's your peer. It's at whatever your peer, wherever you situation, are. So there's peer level. pressure at all ages. Exactly. In all situations. Yes. And so we were watching this movie. Um, we were having a movie night. And this particular day, Hiram picked the movie. And he's like, I want you to see this movie. And so I went to sit down and watch the movie. And I'm like, oh, like, what is this? So we started to watch the movie. The movie was called Vacation Friends, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I'll start by saying that it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. Um, it, you know, they get into a variety of different situations in this movie. Right. I mean, this couple meets this other couple on vacation. Mm-hmm. And when they meet this couple, this couple, this other couple is just out there. They're doing everything. <laughs> they, they're getting their they're like money party, worth. party, party, party. Yeah, they're on every tour, everything, every, I mean, just living it up. This other couple is kind of mild. They're and more just conservative. wanted to get away. But 
the pressure of this other couple who was like, let's do this and let's do that and let's do this and let's do that, had them doing a lot of things that was really outside their normal scope. Right. Or their normal character. And so for us, we enjoyed the movie. Um Hoping is there's going to be a part two at some point. Um, <laughs> and it just came out, out it like a week ago. It just came out. So go but, check out Vacation Friends. Right. But for us, and I kept telling Hiram this throughout the movie, that the reoccurring theme um, for me was peer pressure. Yes. You know, adult peer pressure, you know, with your friends and family and things like that. And even though like adult peer pressure that we may experience um, may not be as extreme as it was in the movie, it can manifest itself in other ways, right. you know, too. So it may not be like, I don't want to give away the movie, but it may not be as extreme as some of the things that they were doing. Or, but we don't know. know the way people live in. Exactly. Especially when these people go to these resorts yeah, on vacation. Know you know people, people say what happens in Vegas. We don't know what people Vegas. doing in their house. Exactly. And you know people say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's, that's why. What, that's what they <laughs> thought. But anyway... Um, so it can manifest itself yes. in other ways. You know, for example, going out. Maybe, like, you don't want to go out anymore. Like, that's not your thing. Like, maybe, you know, you used to club, you know, when you were in college or still in your 20s. That was your thing. Like, you really like to go out. And it's like, I don't really like to do that anymore. Like, that was good for what it was at the time. Yeah, I was rah, rah, rah. I loved it. But the truth is, I don't really want to do it. But... The people around me still want to do it, and I feel like... I'm past that. I, I'm past it, but I got to do it because... You feel like you got to do it. Feel you like don't you, have to yeah, do it. You feel like it's the peer pressure. Right. Like, I have to go out, or maybe you don't mind going out, but you don't want to go to certain places anymore. Like me, I realize I'm more of a day party type of girl now, yeah. and I'm okay with that. Like, that's yeah, just me. I, I can't see getting dressed at 10 o'clock at night. And that used to be my, my When my I day. go to bed at 8. So I just can't see. I just can't <laughs> let nobody talk me into getting dressed. Because back in the days, you didn't start getting dressed to go out. Exactly. To 10 o'clock. And another thing is, even if you do go out, I can't do the same thing at 20. Now, at 40, I just... No, you just I, I, and I'm okay with that. You I'm, can't I'm fine do with that. on the dance floor. You can't drink. Right. You can't. And if you try, may God be with you. Right. So that's an example. That's a simple example, you know, of ways that you peer pressure, right? right? Or when you go out, you know, just what you do. Like you said, the dance and the turning up. Um, another one that I see, too, with adults is spending money, right? You can feel pressured. So let's say, like, your group of friends... When they go out, it's like bottomless. Make uh, it rain. <laughs> bottomless mimosas, whatever. I don't know. Make or the it trips. Rain. So here's another thing. You know, um, we're very fortunate, you know, even before we became a couple and things like that. We had like friend groups, family groups that we would travel with and do things like that. True. And because we, we're both really into traveling. But I've seen people say like, you know, they feel pressured because their friend groups like to travel a certain way or go to certain locations or, you know, certain level hotels, five-star, four-star hotels, and they're like, I don't have that type of money or I have it and I don't want to spend that type of money. Say something. Say something. Speak <laughs> up. But people feel pressured. Yes. Like, I have to do this or I have to do that. Or it's like, oh, my friends want to go out to this restaurant for dinner. And it's like, well, I don't want to spend $200 on my dinner. You know, and if that's the case, but sometimes we will get 
pressured into doing it. And and don't go. Please don't be this person, Jesus. Please don't be this person that opened the menu and be like, I'm just going to have salad and water. <laughs> <laughs> just tell them you don't want to go. Right. Just or I'm, be, not, I'm not comfortable with spending that amount of money. Exactly. Or just know? tell them you don't have it. I mean, they may I don't, go but ahead maybe and you have it. it. You know, but I mean, whatever. Or, you, or like you say, you don't want to do it. You just but don't want to. be truthful. Exactly. So Not I, when the bill comes. Yeah, spending money. That's another way that adults, you know, find themselves, you know, being a victim or going along to get along. They're spending more money than they're comfortable with or than they really can afford. You know, um, another thing I thought about is just, you know, doing things that you just don't agree with or that makes you uncomfortable. And today, this is, in my scenario, this is so real. Uh, different than my growing up, but gummy bears, brownies, oh, just Jesus. different types of things that people eat that is laced with mm-hmm. stuff. Um, that's still my, not my thing, whether marijuana is legal or not. It's mm-hmm. not my thing. It's just so not my thing. Don't trick me. Don't Don't hold me. Don't. If you're a true friend, allow me to know what's, you cook with what you have in these things. <laughs> that that don't, butter ain't regular butter. <laughs> yeah, don't set people <laughs> yes. off. I don't think that's fair because or then just you're put really... me in that environment. No. Because here's my truth: you do what you do. I'm okay with that, but I'm not going to go alone to get along. Like that's not an environment that I want to be in. Yeah. And I can still hang. And I can if still I hang. hang and, and, yeah, but I don't. But need when to do you're all doing that, I'm just not going to participate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to. But a lot of times. We will find ourselves in situations that we're where we're uncomfortable because of, you know, we're just, it's the peer pressure. We're going along to get along and we're taking um, part in things that we don't agree with. That could be drinking, you know, where your friends could be like, oh, we're going to turn up. We're going to drink shot, all shot, night. Shots, 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 you know, and it's like, I don't want to do that. Like, yeah. I don't agree with that or that makes me uncomfortable. You know, a big one is hanging out with people you don't want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a thing. Adults experience this too. It's like, you don't want to be the one that's like, no, I'm not going to go, you know, because I just don't want to be bothered with them. Like, that's just not my thing. Like, they're okay. It's nothing wrong with them. Maybe they're your friends or maybe they're just... Say, ask who all's coming. Right. Who's going to be in the car with us? But who's I feel hanging like, I feel like a lot of people are good with that too. They're like, so who all, who's coming? You know, but then they'll still do and it's just like... You're sitting there the whole time. You're miserable. And it doesn't mean like that they're a bad person. Maybe you're just a very introverted person and the other people are extremely extroverted. And so, you know, every time you're around them, it's just going to drain you. Like it's going to take all you have, you know. Um, so, you know, but that that's another thing that adults experience. That's an adult peer pressure. Yes. Hanging around people that you don't necessarily want to hang out with. And you're but you're doing it. And you're just like, this is not fun for me, but right. you're doing it anyway. And so all of those things that we talked about, what it boils down to me is not being able to say no. Right. So like I said earlier, with my mother, I, I, I've told her this. I've told other people that, again, the greatest lesson, she's taught me a lot of things. A lot of things that she said has really stuck with me, but I feel like the greatest lesson she ever taught me was it's okay to say no. Yes, it is. Right? And I thought about kids, like especially toddlers, a kid, like a two-year-old. Like one of their first words. Oh, my God. And it's on repeat. Stop. No. No. They have no issue with saying no. You know, sometimes you're like, okay now. 
You don't tell me no. But they have no issue with saying no. And so they, I mean, they say no to everything, you know, but somewhere along the lines, we are conditioned to think mm. that saying no is a bad thing. I don't know where we learn that, like where we're taught that, because as a kid, you say no without any issue, you know? A key thing you said is conditioned, you know, classical conditioning by Pablo, it talks about respond conditioning, which is a learning through association. Mm. So we learn through association. And as we talk about peer pressure, we learn that if we say no, people may look at us different or may not like us or not be friend with us. So we're conditioned to get along and go for the ride and do all these things that you know are bad for you, bad to you because of the pressure. We get conditioned in this map. Exactly. And so when I think about, you know, that 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 hesitancy to say no or that fear, like you said, like, will I lose people? Will I hurt someone's feelings? That can manifest, you know, not only in our relationships with family and friends, but also in our work lives too. Because, you know, you feel like, if I say no, what's going to happen in work? Are they going to give my job to someone else? Is someone else going to do it? Am I going to be passed over for a promotion? That sort of thing. It can manifest itself in ministry too, where you just feel like you don't want to say no. Like people are dependent on you or whatever the case, you feel like you can't say no. And so... In your family. Definitely with family. In your family, you know, we sometimes take on... You You got five siblings, mm-hmm. but you're the one... Mama, daddy calling, run me here, do this, pick this up. And you like, you thinking in your head, like, man, can't Shouldn't this be Jack and ways? Jan or <laughs> Kelly do? I mean, like, really, but you don't want to say. No. And so you have to understand the power of no. Yes. So let's talk about, you know, sometimes some scenarios where it's okay to say no. It's okay to say no if you don't have time. Some people say, I, I do not believe in this. Oh, I wish it was more hours in a day. No, you don't. Because <laughs> all you're going to do is fill it up. It's not enough time in a day. You're, you're gonna going to fill it up with, it up other with more things. So you yep. have to set boundaries, do things this way, and make sure your time, because that's the key, your time is valuable exactly. to you. Maybe not to other people, but it's valuable to you. Exactly. And so if you just don't have time... It's okay to say no. I I, I don't I, I can't do it. I, or, you know, I just I don't have time for it. And this is a key, and I'm going to say this probably throughout. No, without explanations. Say I don't have time because, or say no. You may not have nothing else to do, but I just don't want to do that. But that okay. So here's another <laughs> that that brings me. I was about to say it's okay to say no if you do have time, right. but you rather spend that time doing something else or For rather you. spend that time doing nothing. Yes. Just relaxing. It's okay. Maybe I do have the time. Maybe my day is clear, but I want to keep my day clear. Exactly. So it's okay. it's okay to say no for that too. Yeah. I think for me that that is one of the things that I think the pandemic really, really heightened for me that I was spending a lot of time just doing a lot of things. And a lot of that time was spent like just ripping wow. and running around and being in a car. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I realized like now that I was able to get some of that time back because I couldn't do so much ripping and running all around the place that 
I would rather spend the time that I was ripping and running and going to this and doing that and in the car doing something else. COVID, I believe, as you say, taught us a lot. Now, I'm going to give a homework assignment. I want people to count the minutes they in a car a day to a week. When you think it's okay running grandkids here, picking up elders, running here or there, doing this to get to... Think about the time, the hours, the minutes you're in the car. At the end of a day or a week, you will see half of your time is driving or going and picking up some, especially like in the Chicagoland area where traffic is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of, at my point, wasted time. Ooh, yes. Also, it's okay to say no if doing something, you know, if someone asks you to do something and that takes time away from something else. So, for instance. Yeah, stop trying to fit everything in. Right. So, like, maybe I do have, you know, a little time for it or whatever, but if I do that, then it takes time away from me cuddling with you. Ooh. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, no. She can't come. Or, you know, <laughs> it takes time away from me just... um Spending time with my friends or, you know, having a conversation with my parents and really just enjoying them. So it's like I could do it, but it may take time away, like family time right. away or something like that. So or it's just okay. your own time from maybe reading a book. My me time. Yeah, just, you right. know, doing exactly. you. It's and Oh, my God. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> it's okay to say no. And so... Um, we talked about this a little earlier where, you know, we talked about being uncomfortable. You talked about, you know, the scenario with the brownies and things like that. But it's okay to say no if something makes you uncomfortable. Unhappy, uneasy. Yes, or unhappy. When you got this feeling like, oh my, if, if the thought comes, I've learned this. Mm-hmm. Somebody asks you to do something and you just get a ugh feeling, no. Yes, it's Don't okay. even say, say no. I got to think about it. Just or, say no. I, just, mm. Now. I will tell you this. Tell them no up front. Now, if you and God change your mind uh, later and you want to do it's okay. But that holding people and thinking you're going to do it and then giving them pressure on yourself, you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. It's also okay to say no. Like, again, it's kind of what you just said. If it's like going to drain you or cause you to overextend yourself. Mentally. Yes. Physically. Emotionally. Yes. If it's going to drain, if you already know. If you already know when you're thinking about it, <laughs> yes. it's draining. Yes. Imagine, and then I've, I've done this. I've done it. I went along to get along. Got there. Everything good. Then a moment comes. Stuff starts happening. I'll be like, I knew I shouldn't. And then you're miserable. Oh, man. I knew I shouldn't have did this. I knew I shouldn't have mm-hmm. been here. I knew I shouldn't have you said yes. You should have just said no. But it's too late. It's too late. And now you're miserable. And now you're dealing with it. Like we just talked about, you know... Sometimes you feel pressure to hang out with people you really don't want to hang out with or go to events you don't want to go to. And then it's like, because you already know, when I get around those group of people, like, they're Debbie Downers, like, it's going to drain me. Like, it's, no, I'm going to have to exert too much energy that I just don't want to. Yes. You know, I'm going to have to recover from this for two days afterwards. Like, it's okay to say no. I know somebody that told me that uh, they go over to a friend's house. And when they go over to a friend's (laughs) house... Uh, it's like every time they go, it's like on repeat. The story is the same, like 20 years. It's mm-hmm. on repeat. And you leave drained. Yes. You leave drained. Uh, nothing exciting. Nothing happened. Nothing new in the person's life. It's just draining. Exactly. Say no. Exactly. <laughs> it's also okay to say no, like, if you are not aware of the outcome. What? <laughs> 
Yes. I feel like that's a definite no. <laughs> <laughs> what? People talk about, we're finna get together. We're finna do this. It's going to be this, this, this. We're going to have that, that, that. And the more they talk, the more you like, oh, no, I don't know. That don't sound like that's going to be a good outcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Say no. Yes. My, I think my favorite one is, and this is one that I feel like I had to learn and just really like, I've been really steadfast on it now, but it's okay to say no if you just don't want to do it. Like maybe none of those other reasons apply. I just don't want to. And and that's fine. I'm saying no because I don't want to. They're going to say, but why? I don't want to. That's why. (laughs) Without explanation, you do not owe anybody. I mean, your mama, your daddy. To a certain age. Yeah, but you have to, even with with parents and even with your children, you have to be able to, you know, say no. You have to be able to set boundaries with them too. And so that that brings me into, you know, setting boundaries. Um, One of my friends, um, my sister friend, she calls, when you talk about setting boundaries and saying no, she calls it the ministry of no. Uh, I love I like it. That. <laughs> the ministry, yes. the ministry, ministry of, of no. no. Hallelujah. Yes, and we have to get comfortable and with that ministry. I need you to know? join that ministry. Yes, we have to get comfortable with it, and so you know we have to get to the point where we stop feeling bad about saying no. Yes, because a lot of times no again, is it's power it, in no. There's power in no. Yes. You know, and so what we have to realize is because, again, a lot of times we have an issue with saying no because we feel like we're going to offend someone. We're going to hurt their feelings. We may lose people. And so we develop that that need to please, yeah. like the, like I talked about, right? But the reality is it's not selfish. No, it's more of a self-care for you. Exactly. And so, you know, once we realize like something doesn't work for us, like, you know, going out at 10 p.m., you know, like you no, said for you. getting dressed. Getting dressed at yeah, t- It'd be different if they was going out. Because maybe you can get dressed at 8. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're not trying dre- to get into the club at 11. 12. So oh, yeah, getting dressed at 10 p.m., you know, hanging around certain people, going to certain events, whatever it is. Once you realize that that doesn't work for you, it's time to set boundaries. Yes. You know, and so we have to get comfortable with that. I read a quote that said, Daring to set boundaries for ourselves is about having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others. Come on. Yes. We we have to. People, we have to know how mm-hmm. to set self-boundaries. Listen, I'm big on setting boundaries. People have asked me um, in the last couple of years, you know, it's been a, a topic of conversation with me with, you know, different groups of people. And... I told them, you know, God did a really big transformation in my life um, in 2018. He had showed me some things at the end of 2000, at the end of 2018, and He did a big transformation in 2019. Mm-hmm. And one of the things um, that I had to do was to really set some boundaries and put some boundaries in place. And so I had to do that, you know. And people ask me about it all the time, like, "Well, what does that mean?" or what do you what what do you mean when you say that? But one of the things is, like I just said earlier, saying no when I just don't want to do something. Yeah. There has to be no, it doesn't have to be a reason. I just don't want to. It's and that's you. and that's good enough. Yeah. You know, and you have to be able to do that, you know, and have the courage to do that and say, This is what I need for me, even at the risk of disappointing other people. Who do you love more? Right. You have to fall in love with you more than Everybody else. Right. 
And you know what you can do. You know what you can't do. You know what you feel like doing. You know what you don't feel like doing. So you have to take that, that the boundaries we're talking about is your personal boundaries. Boundaries for you. Not boundaries to cage or block other people from you, but it's boundaries that you need to take care of you. Right. And the reality is, you know, setting boundaries is it's not to offend anyone. It's just you teaching people how to treat you. And teaching people who you are. Right. You have to know who you are, exactly. though. Exactly. And once you know who you are, uh, after a while, people won't ask you certain things. Exactly. They'll know. They'll know. They'll know. But if you but wishy-washy, you to, yeah. oh, I say a lot of times, double-minded, mm-hmm. you playing double dutch, you in today, out tomorrow, you got to be real with this thing. And what I say is you got to be real with who? Yourself. Right. And so, but you have to, you know, communicate those boundaries. And my experience is the only people who get upset with you for setting boundaries are the ones who benefit from you not having any boundaries. <laughs> you know what I and yeah. I'm, you, you know and what I mean? Like those are not those, those are not people that's really yeah. for you. Yeah. You know that's the way I feel because if they they are only going to get as upset if you setting a boundary keeps you from you know doing the things that they need you to do those same things that overextend you yeah. or make you uncomfortable, those types of things. Because the people that truly love you, truly support you, will respect your decision. They'll respect your boundaries because they want you to be happy. They want you to be healthy. They want you to we do hope, what yes. you need to do to take care of yourself. You know, And so people, please, don't get offended when people tell you, you know, when people try to communicate their boundaries to you because if someone is taking the time yes. to communicate their boundary to you, that means that they respect you, they respect the relationship, and they're trying to find a way to keep you in their life. They're not, they're not trying away. to push you yeah, away. Right. They're trying to find a way to have, you know, a healthy way to interact with you by communicating like, hey, you know, this is what I need at this point. Right. So. And, and, and that can change later. Mm-hmm. So let's tell them how to set boundaries, which is a way that one way we could set boundaries. Well, you said it. You said like you have to know yourself, right? So you have to be able to identify what your boundary is, right? Mm -hmm. You have to know like, okay, getting dressed at 10 p.m., that just doesn't work for me anymore. Like that's my reality. Like, you know, or doing participating in this behavior or doing this certain type of event that just does not work for me anymore. But then you have to be specific about that. Yes. You know, about what you want and so what that, that boundary is. you have is. to know it. You have to know it. You have it. to know it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we talk about setting boundaries for other people, but there, one thing I've learned even from this working remote is oh my God. I had to really, I was on the computer checking emails, doing stuff, even on the weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, going and going and going, just doing what I had to really learn. It's like, you know what? This weekend, I'm not... Doing no emails. I'm not doing this. You have to set self-boundaries. Yeah, I think that's a perfect example because so many people, especially at the start of the pandemic, you know, the lines really got blurred for a lot of people because now you're at home. So it's like you're technically always at work, right? Yes. You're working from home. (laughs) And so, you know, you have to be specific even in work relationships. You know, you have to say, I'm not going to work after this time. Yep. And sometimes in work relationships, you know, people will still try to email you or call you or whatever after this time. Or like you say, if it's a Saturday, whatever that is, or I'm going to take lunch at this time. I think on on our Girl Talk episode, the self-care episode last season, um, I talked about how there was a physician that I know. Mm-hmm. And she realized that 
they were always scheduling her, like they, she would have appointments back to back and she never even had room for a lunch. But she noticed that the other positions in the office, they faithfully took lunch every day. And so she had to say, no, don't do that. Right. Do not schedule me during this specific hour. Like I'm going to take lunch. And so you have to say, I'm going to take lunch. I'm not going to be available during this time period. So that's a perfect example of a work um, boundary oh, yeah. or saying no in a work situation, you know, um, for your relationships. I'm not going to be around certain people, period. I'm not going to go to certain events. I'm not going to be in certain situations. Yep. Um, for me, if there's drugs involved, I'm not going to be there. That just ain't my thing. Um, you know, and that, and that's, you do what you do. That's fine. That's just not my thing. Um, I'm not going to discuss certain things. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned earlier about the person saying, you know, they were going to the friend's house and they always left feeling drained. Sometimes there are people in your life, you know, where they always want to talk about negative things or, you know, things that happened in the past that you're trying to move forward on or, you know, just bad situations, just negative things, you know, or things that are triggers for you. Oh, yeah. You know, and you're like, that's my boundary. I'm not going to discuss that. And you have to be um, identify that, you know, that that's, that's a boundary for me. I'm not willing to discuss that. Right. So what you have to do is understand why you want mm-hmm. and need boundaries. As we say, the boundaries are for you. Right. You have to figure out why you want to put these boundaries in place. Right. So like the work situation, you know, maybe working past, um, maybe working past a certain time, you know, affects my home life, right? So if I say, if I put this boundary in place that I'm not working after this time, that now frees me up for more me time or more family time, right? You know, um, like if you set the boundary that I'm not going to discuss certain things, maybe, you know, I need the boundary because discussing certain things send me to a negative space. Like it's a trigger for me. It puts me in a certain mood when we discuss those things, you know? So... Or maybe I'm not going to go to those events because those events just don't interest me anymore. Right. And that's okay. We change. Yeah. And it's okay. Once upon a time, it might have. Once right. upon a time, you might have did this or that. But when you set boundaries from this day forward or to a time and a season, this is what I am or this is what I'm not going to do. It's all right. Nobody knows that but you. You mm-hmm. have to set your own boundaries. And in doing that, be straightforward. Yes. Be straightforward for people. Ask for what you want and need without apology. Yes. I love to be straightforward because, you know, like you said, we're allowed to grow and change. And we should grow and change, all of us. And so that just may not work for me anymore. And if you're going to be in relationship with me, you're going to respect this boundary, period. Or you're not going to be in relationship with me, you know, because again, boundaries are set to respect you. They're not set to offend others. They're set to respect you. And so your girl got some boundaries over here. And if you're going to be in relationship with me, whether that's work or whatever, you're going to respect these boundaries. I saw a a company on social media. They did a post. This is a um, like a small business. Mm And they offer, I believe, like consulting services or something like that, or like marketing and branding services. And they did a post and they said they showed like their messages with a customer. Mm-hmm. And the customer was going on and on, like sending them messages like, hey, I gave you $5,000. You should be available to me day and night, you know, when I need to talk. 
And so the business, they responded back and said, hey, you know, haven't we answered your questions? Haven't we been available? And they were like, well, yes, but I feel like since I gave you $5,000, whenever I need something, you should be able to, you know, do this or do that. And so then there was a pause. And then the next message, the person was like, hey, why did I get a refund for, you know, my the fee? Why did you send me my money back? And they told them like, we have boundaries. Like we work during these hours. We will always be available to our clients. You know, we will provide the service. But if you want someone that's going to be like on a 24-hour, you know. That's not what we signed your back up and for. Call, that's not what we do. Yeah. And so we're going to give you your money back. And hopefully you can find someone, a team that better suits you. And I loved it. Not, uh, without apology. Because yeah. they were just like, well, if you're going to do business with us. You're going to respect these boundaries. I'm not going to be at your beck and call 24 hours a day. Like, this is the way we do. We will provide the service that we promise, but I'm not going to be beholden to you 24 hours a day. This is the way we do it. And I love that because the company did it without any form of guilt. Oh, it was no guilt. This is no apologies. Yeah, I mean, they gave $5,000, so yeah. they, they had it. And so we have to understand guilt is a form of fear. Yes. And one of the reasons we don't say no is because we are afraid or we feel guilty. Oh, they really needed me to do this. And I feel bad and they don't have nobody else. If you need to say no to something or remind someone of your boundary, do it without feeling guilty. Exactly. You can quickly remind them that that's not something, you know, that I'm comfortable with or whatever. I love to say that no is a complete sentence. Hmm. Pause, no, you know, you know period. Yeah, it doesn't need. That is a grammatically correct. That's not just a complete complete sentence. sentence. That's a sentence. That's a paragraph. That's a chapter. <laughs> that's a book. It is nothing else needs to be added to it. That's right. When you know yourself, you know your boundaries. I always say it's unapologetic. Mm-hmm. It's no, and you don't. What I don't like is. The reasoning and the going back and forth with people, you don't need to do that. Just say no. Right. It doesn't require any further explanation. You know, and you said earlier, don't lie. Don't make excuses. Don't over-explain yourself. Just decline. Just it's say the no. Whole book. Yep. That's Let it, it go. Period. No. The answer now, is no. If people can't respect that, mm-hmm. they don't respect you. Exactly. Exactly. But you know what? Be okay. You know, with with your boundary and with yeah, yourself, with your decisions, yeah. and with your decisions. So be okay with the fact that this is the the boundary I created. This is why I need it. This is what I need, mm-hmm. and be okay with that. You know, expect resistance from certain people. <laughs> yeah, because certain people are going to try to buck against your boundary. That's just that's reality. But expect the resistance, but keep going, hold firm. You know, to your boundary. Continue to say no. This does not work for me. You know, and. My thing is, if someone throws a fit because you set a boundary, then that's evidence that you needed the boundary in the first place. And it's probably late. It's, yes, you probably waited too long. It right. was probably overdue. You needed that boundary if they are throwing a fit. Because like we said, really the only people that's going to you know, have a problem with it and be bothered by it are the people that were benefiting from you not having that boundary in the first place. Exactly. The right so. people will respect your boundaries and they will want you to practice self-care because they respect and love you. Exactly. So, like we said, you know, if someone's throwing a fit, if they're resisting your boundary, um, what what's, what are some signs, what are some things that people show you that let you know that they're not respecting your boundaries? 
oh, I know you said don't do blank, but, you know, <laughs> I know you don't want to do this, but let's do it. It's like they're trying to go around yes. the uh, the thing they wanted you to do. So, okay. They're still trying to get you let's, to do let's it. Let's go to think about going out. You mm-hmm. know, I don't want to get dressed at 10 o'clock to go out. Well, what about if we go out at night? <laughs> it's the same scenario. People are trying to him and ha and go around, you know, the already thing you're saying no to. Now you're saying no multiple times mm-hmm. indirectly to the same thing. Watch those types of right. people. I know you said you don't want to talk about this subject, but no. You know, what you have to realize is that what you allow is what will continue. Right. They'll continue to say, I know you said you don't do this, but... So you have to continue to say no, and you have to set that boundary. Think about it. Pay attention to yourself. If you feel that you are explaining this same situation mm, yep. to this same person multiple times over and over, remind them yep. it's no. That's a sign that they are not respecting yeah. your boundary. Because yeah. why do I have to keep saying this to you? We've talked about this. I've told you this is not something I'm comfortable with. I shouldn't have to continue to, you know, repeat myself or remind you because you're constantly overstepping, you know. Another thing is, or they may say, well, I don't even remember you setting that boundary in the first place. Like, I don't remember you telling me you don't want to talk about this. I don't remember you saying you don't want to go. That means... It was not even important to you. I'm telling you that <laughs> right. this is a boundary for me. And you, you know, you didn't even you didn't even hear me. Like it, it just wasn't even important to you. Right. So that's a sign that they're not respecting your boundary. Yeah, you need to let them go. Right. You may need to cut off contact with them. You know, you dev- I don't feel like you need to relax the boundary. You need to relax with them. Yeah, don't be afraid of losing people. Exactly. I would say, if anything, be afraid of losing yourself trying to be a people pleaser and please these people around you and participate in things and go to events and, you know, work yourself to death past your, you know, your your work day, your, you know, your work uh, schedule, yeah. you know, just by, you're, you'll end up losing yourself. Be more afraid of that than losing people. This is an ongoing process. This, this setting boundaries, saying yes. no, because this is a part. I, I know... You haven't heard this or seen this, uh, but this is part of self-care. Mm-hmm. Saying no is an ongoing process. It takes practice. It takes being repetitive. Mm-hmm. It takes knowing yourself and for you and those around you. This is a way of teaching people you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just you also have to, like you said, it's an ongoing process that takes practice. So you also sometimes have to remind yourself why you're doing it, why you have this boundary, right? That, like you said, it's for your own well-being. Like saying no to certain things protects your mental health, your emotional health. You know, it's not selfish. It's not weak. It's actually wisdom. And your time. Your time, it should be. My mm-hmm. time is important to me. It's valuable. So time is... That's the one thing you can't get back. No, no. So it's, and like you said, it's wisdom. Mm-hmm. It's wisdom. So what are some of the benefits of you know, setting boundaries and saying no, you know, being able to say no to some things. Uh, long life and good health. <laughs> Why I say that? Because it reduces stress. Yes. It reduces stress. It allows you to remove the potential stressors of that mental thought of if I should, I well, would, like I don't care. Yeah. When you were, like, let's say like you're at an event 
and you're like, I knew it. I right. knew it. Yes. I knew I shouldn't have gone. That's stress. That That is a stress that you could have eliminated. Yep. Because you knew that this was not for you. You wouldn't be comfortable. But yet, because you said yes, now you're in this stressful yeah. situation. And now you feel obligated. Right. So saying no in the beginning and being firm with your no and setting that boundary reduces potential stress. That is, I, I hope y'all understand that. That is powerful. Saying no reduces stress. Another one is yes becomes sacred. Yes, I love this because you saying no to some things means you are careful. Your yes is valuable, right? So now the things that you will participate in, the places, the people that you will give your energy to is sacred. Your yeses become sacred. They're valuable. I've had people do that. You know, I wouldn't do this, wouldn't do that. And then, you know, sometimes they'll still ask about something and I'll say, okay. And they'll be like, for real? You going to go? You going to do it? And they get excited for your yes. Mm-hmm. And for you, it's like, people, we all have to remember that it's a privilege to be around us. The people that have access to us, that's a privilege, right? When you allow people access into your life and into your table. So when you say yes to something, you are saying yes to, I'm going to give this my time. All in. Yeah, I'm all in. I'm going to give this my attention. I'm going to give this my energy. And so... When you um, say yes because you now want to and you're not just saying yes out of obligation, because that's what happens a lot of times. Like your example, we go into the event. You're saying a lot of times we say yes out of obligation when we really should just say no. So now you don't have that. Those yeses out of obligation. When now when you say yes, you're saying yes because this is something you really want to do. Right. And you won't just be in attendance. You'll be at attention. Right. You're totally in. But be truthful. If you don't feel it, if you don't just get say it, no. just say no. I always tell you people, you could go back later if you decide later mm-hmm. to to go or to do it. You could always go back and say yes. But if it's no and you're not feeling it the moment they ask, right. it's okay to say no. And so now because your yeses are so sacred and your yeses are so valuable, the people around you are getting a better version of you. Right. Right? Because you're saying no, so now you're not as stressed you're not as tired. You don't feel running the ground. You know, so when you do do things, they're getting a rested version of you, a whole yes. happy version of you, you know? They're yeah. getting that cup half full version yes. of you as opposed to that cup half empty. They're getting the best. Yes, because the reality is for all of us, you have to take care of yourself first before you can take care of anyone else. And so once you do that, like on the plane... When you give yourself oxygen, Hurts. you can yes, you can give oxygen to other people. Yeah. And so now the people around you, because you set those boundaries and because you've learned how to say no without guilt, without regret, now they're getting a better version of you when you say yes and when you show up and when you're present. Saying yes to happiness means being okay with saying no to things, to people, and situations that stress you out. Or you just not up to the task. It's important. Mm -hmm. The power of no is important. But look what it does to the power of yes. Yes. As we explained, when you can say no and fully understand it and people get it, your yes becomes a multiplier. You know, people are excited about your yes because you're not just doing anything and everything because now you have boundaries. 
There's a quote uh, that says, the ability to know our boundaries generally comes from valuing yourself in a way that is not contingent on other people or the feelings they have towards you. Right. I saw something that said, you know, um, saying no doesn't mean that you don't love or support someone. It means that you understand that in order to best love and support them, you can't overextend yourself. You have to show up as a healed, whole, happy person, mm-hmm. right? And so if you really don't want to do something, say no with love. So say thank you, but no, <laughs> you know. And or that, no, thank you. Exactly. And it goes a long way. And it says, honor yourself in your relationships by giving them the gift of no. Yes. I love that. Yeah. The gift of no. It's almost like that ministry of no. Yeah, it's, it's powerful. Practice. You know what? Just walk around for a second saying no and just see how you feel. Someone says, can you help me with this? No. Hey, you want this $5 million? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what I got to do. Let me let what I got to do to get it. Because I may say no. I may say no. But no, that was... No, no, that was a joke. That was a joke. Because I may say no, depending on, you know, what it is. But you do have to set boundaries. You have to set boundaries. And And so you have to say, what do I have to do? Right. Because there are some things. There are some boundaries to my yes. I'm not just going to say yes, you know, to something just because. Because, again, my yeses are sacred. They're valuable. And so before I say yes, I have to know because I have some boundaries. Yeah, I have some boundaries. Even the fine print. Exactly. You have to know everything. Exactly. It reminds me of um, when we talk about the value in saying yes and that your yeses are sacred. It reminds me of Matthew 537 mm-hmm. that says, let your communication be yay, yay, nay, and nay. So let your yes be yes and let your no be no. Mean what you say. That's Exactly. Right. So when you say no, say no. Again, it's a complete sentence. Yes. You said it's the whole book. It's the whole paragraph. It's everything. Let your no I be no. I should write a book. There's a book called Because I Said So. That's a whole nother. But I'm not going to tell people what my book yeah. is because it's only going to have one word in the whole book. But we'll let you know when it comes out. <laughs> Communicate <laughs> but, your conversations openly and honestly. Yes. Allow, as she said, your yes to be yes and your no to be no. Don't be double-minded. You throw people off. Set your boundaries. Know what they are. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. There's a quote that says, if you want more time, freedom, and energy, start saying no. So get out there. Set some boundaries where you need to. Say no where you feel it's necessary and go live that life now. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thank you for being about that life, that transformed, healed, affirmed, triumphant life. Go win and meet us here next week for another episode. Live that life now. But no matter what, but you just keep winning. Are you a corporation in need of coaching and training? A church or nonprofit that's seeking speakers, coaching, or training services? Conference organizer in need of a keynote speaker? Or a couple seeking relationship, premarital, or marital counseling or coaching? Great. You You are are part of our C C Factor. Factor.
That Life is a faith-based firm that provides speaking, coaching, training, and consultant services. Are you ready to be about that life? That Life specializes in helping individuals and organizations create transformational shifts that help them transition from caterpillars to beautiful butterflies. And we're looking to connect with decision makers who are booking upcoming retreats, conferences, or trainings. We are also available for group or one-on-one coaching and consultant services. Please contact us for a free consultation at livethatlifenow at gmail.com. And remember to live live that that life life now. now.